the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I will praise the Lord because he is bigger than my problem. You say that with me. I will praise the Lord because he's bigger than my problem. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Now, Thanksgiving is not a event on the calendar. Thanksgiving for the child of God goes on all the time. Every day of the year, we are wonderfully blessed of God and we give praise to the Lord. A historian by the name of Will Durant talks about the nations of the world and he particularly refers to the United States. And he said that whether it's an individual or whether it's a nation, if the individual or the, inna- or the nation is not thankful, that nation or that individual will begin to deteriorate spiritually. Unthankfulness causes a decay or a rot within. And we have seen uh, throughout history and even now in our own country the moving away from spiritual biblical values. And when that happens, it's not, it's not an outside enemy uh, that we fear that's going to come in and take over our country. It, it's the attitude of the heart that we take these blessings and we act as though we did it for ourselves. Listen to what he says, Dr. Will Durant. He said, our greatest threat today is not from militant Islam or terrorists who hate America. Rather, it is a drift toward secularism and the abandonment of spiritual values. Listen to this. Our greatest threat today is not from the militant or the terrorist. Here's this. One of the indications that decay is prevalent is the inability to express thanks and gratitude. Missing is an attitude of gratitude, the expression of thanks, praise, worship from the heart as well as from the voice. So let us praise God. Uh, I pray along with you, I'm sure you do, for our country, for our president. But I also pray for the churches and pastors of America. We have to look to the Lord, be filled with the Spirit, and become the light of the world. The light of the world is Jesus in the heart. You know, I I was trying to think of what the difference is between praise and thanksgiving. And I know I'm splitting hairs because when we're thankful, we're praising the Lord. And when we're praising the Lord, we're thankful. But there is a, a nuanced difference there. In praise, we think and reflect on the majesty of God, his value, his worth. We worship and we adore him. In praise, we give to God. 
Whereas in thanksgiving, we remember God's gift to us. God's blessings are acknowledged. Uh, God being the source of mercy and grace, forgiveness and salvation, all material and financial blessings and physical blessings of health. Thanksgiving is vital and critical. And may we ever remember the source of all of our blessings. You know the source of your blessing? The source of your health? The source of your joy? There is a source. It's coming from the Father of lights in whom there is no shadow of turning, meaning God never changes. And may I never change in in my worship of him and praising him. This past Wednesday evening on New Year's Eve, I preached a message from Psalm 147, verses 1, 2, and 3, that tells us that when we worship God, God gives back to us. We're praising him. That means giving something to him. We're thanking him. That means he has already given something to us. But when we praise him, according to that passage of Scripture, God brings good into our lives. He brings that which is pleasant He strengthens us, and he heals us. So if you need something good in your life, if you need to be feeling very pleasant, if you feel that you're tired and weak and you need strength, and if there is healing needed in your body or in your soul, look at Psalm 147, verses 1, 2, and 3. Praise the Lord, and you'll get it all. It'll come to you. It'll bless you. I, I, I keep thinking... And I don't want to repeat that sermon now, but uh, when I praise the Lord, when you praise the Lord and thank him for what he's done, God gives back blessings even when we're thanking him. It's like Trina and I sent a a gift certificate to an individual, uh, to a particular restaurant, and we put the, the dollar mark down and we sent it. And do you know what happened? In the return mail... He sent back another gift certificate with more money on that certificate than I gave him. Now, that's how it works with God. When you praise God, look out, a gift from heaven is coming to you. And we're thinking, God, I want to praise you for what you've already done. God says, I'm going to do more. And there it comes. God is a great and wonderful God. He is a giving God. There was a man, a good man, and... He did a lot for his friend, and then his friend betrayed him. And he couldn't understand, why did he betray me? And he said, I went to visit him. I need to be a little confrontational on this. And he says to his friend, the one that betrayed him, he said, haven't I helped you? Haven't I, didn't I pull you out of the gutter? Didn't I get you out of jail? Didn't I lend you money? Didn't I help you find a job and get a job? Why did you betray me? And the man said, he said, yes, that's right. You got me out of jail. You got me out of the gutter. You lent me money. And uh, you, you did all of these things and helped me to find a job. But what have you done for me lately? <laughs> I know some of you didn't get that, did you? <laughs> but God is never done giving, and we should never be done in our thanking of him and praising of him. Well, there were 10 lepers. Physically, these men were wretched. 
They had been lepers now for a long time. And everywhere they went, they would have to call out, lest unclean, unclean, keep people away from me. So many uh, feet, that they must stay away. That was the law. And it was their duty to call out unclean. Away from their family, away from their friends, unable to work. They were dying. Piece by piece, little by little, they were dying. Leprosy. It, it, it just destroys the body. Maybe a, a finger will fall off or an ear. I'm told that even a leg fell off. Toes will fall off. And they live that way. And they die that way physically. Well, they formed a fellowship. Ten of them got together. As I said a little earlier, misery loves company. And these people were miserable. But there's something in belonging. Not, not just being part of and having your name on the roll, but you interact. And when you interact, there is blessing that comes from that interaction. Belonging is a very important thing. And we know that people, once they begin to feel that they belong, their anxiety goes down, their depression goes away. Belonging is absolutely important. But the most amazing thing about this small group of 10 lepers, they heard about Jesus I don't know how they heard about him, but they no doubt overheard some people talking about him, that he was a healer, and this was their last chance. Jesus was, uh, was their chance to live, and Jesus went their direction, and he found them. Now, this, this blesses me, this verse 11. It says, now on his way to Jerusalem, meaning this was Jesus on his way to die in Jerusalem, he, he had... Like somebody says, bigger fish to fry. He was going to the cross to die for the sins of the world, yet he would take time to deal with these ten lepers. He was on his way to Jerusalem. Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. He didn't go over into Samaria, but he was making himself available. He's always available. He made himself available. Hey, he's available this morning. We've been praying and singing looking to him for his blessing, and we're not going to be disappointed because of that. He made himself available. And when he passed by these men, in verse 13, it says they cried out to him in a loud voice. They, they were really sincere about it. They cried out with a loud voice. They put some energy into their call. They cried out, Master, have pity on us. Now, in the King James, the word is mercy, and the word mercy simply means pity. We are a pitiful bunch of ten lepers. Have mercy on us. The scripture says in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Friend, we don't have to live a down, miserable, dark life. Jesus gives life. He imparts life. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The scripture says all things are possible to him who believes. Did you hear that? What, what's the impossibility in your life this morning? What is it that is just standing in your way and now you just acquiesce to it that it's never going to go away. It's an impossible situation. Friends, stop thinking that way. Stop talking that way. All things are possible to him who believes. Now I'm going to read it a little bit differently. 
All things are possible to him who comes to Jesus. That's the secret of believing. Coming to the Lord. You wouldn't go to the Lord if if you weren't already believing. That's why you went to the Lord. All things are possible to the man or the woman who comes to Jesus. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. I thank God for you, friend, and for allowing me to come to you in your home, in your car, wherever you are, with the healing word. His word, the word of God, strengthens our faith in the Lord Jesus for the healing of our troubles, our disappointments, heartbreaks, physical needs. He sent his word and healed them. I would appreciate it, friend. I would appreciate it greatly if you would remember me in this broadcast with your prayers, with an offering. The Healing Word needs you. I need you. Mail your gift to The Healing Word, 1701 Enterprise Road, Bowie, Maryland, 20721. The Healing Word, 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. Or go to the church website, largocc.org. That's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org. And click on The Healing Word. Thank you for helping me to keep this broadcast on the air. Thank you, friend. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Take faith. Take joy. Take hopefulness. These men were without hope. They were sentenced to die, and they were dying, and pieces of their body dropping off. They were wretched, but they looked to Jesus. They looked to Jesus. When you look to Jesus, you're never disappointed. He's always there, and he will bless. Now, notice, 10 lepers, 10 prayers, 10 healings, and only one came back. Only one. Now, Jesus asked this question. He said, were there not nine? Where, where, where are the others? It almost appears as though Jesus was surprised, although I'm sure he knew what was going to happen. But here's the several important things. When he asked that question, that man that came back never gave an answer. He never gave an answer. You see, salvation is individual. You have to believe for yourself. Nobody can confess your sins for you. Nobody can believe for you. No one can really pray and, uh, for you and, and unless you're obediently following the Lord and praying yourself. There's something you have to do. And when you do the right thing, the obedient thing, the blessing of God comes. Now, this man didn't answer. I, I would just wonder why he didn't answer Jesus. Maybe it was a rhetorical question. I guess it was. But this man was a man, listen to me now, that could only speak for himself. I'm not going to talk about the people that miss church often. I'm not going to talk about the people who don't give. I'm not going to, I'm I'm going to do what I know God wants me to do. And I'm going to leave the others with God that he can handle the situation. In the book of John, John the beloved disciple, Jesus was talking, talking about the end time, his going back to heaven, and uh, he, uh, he talked to Peter. Peter talked to Jesus. Peter looked at John, the beloved disciple, and said, what shall this man do? 
And Jesus said, what is that to you? You follow me. Friend, it's not what other people are doing. What are you doing? What am I doing? We're all doing something. Let's do the right thing, the obedient thing, and let the, the joy of the Lord, the goodness, the, the pleasantness, the strength, the happiness, it'll come. It'll come because Jesus said it'll come. The Word says it'll come. God's Word does not lie. God is truth. Let every man be a liar, but let God be true. So he, it was an individual thing. I'm healed, and I'm coming back to thank you. And notice, he thanked God prop, properly and promptly. Jesus was still at the gate. They hadn't gone very far, and that one man, leper, turned around and came back to where Jesus was. He came back immediately. Friend, when God blesses you, thank him. Have you thanked the Lord this morning? Any of you here this morning? Have you said, thank you for loving me? Thank you for saving me? Thank you for coming into my heart? Hallelujah. I praise the Lord. It's time to give thanks to God because God has done great and mighty things. And some of us are, are not as thankful perhaps as we should be. And we're not giving God the glory. And that's why there's a weakness in our soul. That's why there's so much unpleasantness in our life, so much confusion. Friend, you are letting it happen. What is wrong with you? You're a bright man, an intelligent woman. There is blessing in God if you serve the Lord. If you thank. Now, you can't thank God and go out and live a carnal, sinful life. You can't do that. That's just not going to happen. But when you thank God from an obedient heart, and it was so spiritual, so spiritual. The scripture says this man threw himself at the feet of Jesus, threw himself. He could have gone home to see his wife like the others perhaps did. He, he had been away for a long time. They'd all been away for a long time. But he knew his first obligation was thanking Jesus, giving thanks to the Lord, praising the Lord. He threw himself like a nobody, like a nobody. Listen, friends, I'd rather be a nobody at the feet of Jesus than a somebody somewhere else. Give your heart to the Lord. Put your heart at his feet. Now, this man, all of these men had enormous problems. Now, that, that's the thing that, that disturbs Christians so much. When God blesses us and we're thankful, and then all of a sudden we hit a snag. Friend, when you get rid of one problem, I can guarantee you, if you're still breathing, you're going to get into another problem. It's not going away forever and be forever gone. You pray, and God moves that one mountain. And then the other mountain comes, and you pray, and God moves that mountain. But these men all were in the same boat, the fellowship boat. Somebody said, what is fellowship? That says when everybody's in a boat and everybody's rowing the same way. This one man was rowing all by himself. He hadn't seen his wife in years. He couldn't even get near to her. Now he's going to go home. There's going to be marital adjustment. Does she still love me? Is she going to accept me? There's going to be adjustment with his children. Their children had grown up during those absent years. They don't even know their daddy. 
So that man had problems. No doubt there were a lot of bills that had stacked up because he couldn't work or pay a bill for years. There was a financial problems, marital problems, relationship problems. There were problems all over the place. But he was healed and he gave praise to the Lord. He knew how to praise God because God knew how to bless him and heal him. Friend, you have problems. We all do. What are are some of our problems? Well, it may be that somebody hurt your feelings. How about the people you've hurt their feelings? We've all been hurt and we've all hurt others. So let's quit belly aching and say, I'm part of the human race. I have a Savior. I'm going to love him because he loves me and I'm just not going to go around whining all the time. Any whiners here? I don't see a hand. It's almost like giving an altar call. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible. Some, okay, we're talking about your problems now. You may have hurt somebody. Somebody may have hurt you. You may have pain. You may have illness. You may have financial problems. You may have relationship problems, but everybody here has at least one. And if I were a betting person, I would bet you have a number of problems. But God knows how to take care of that mess. You know that? He is bigger than the problem. I will praise the Lord because he is bigger than my problem. You say that with me. I will praise the Lord because he's bigger than my problem. Say amen. Amen. I will praise the Lord because he's bigger than my problem. Friend, you can nurse that problem and it'll get bigger. It's not going to go away on its own. And you can't make it go away on its own. You don't have the power. You have the power to create problems, but you don't have the power to make them go away. Jesus does. He can handle that situation and make it go away. The scripture says in Philippians 4, 1, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I've learned that. Whatever state. Now, whatever state you're in, you can focus on the negative or you can focus on the positive. Friend, you have decision-making power. And if you're living in sin, that means you have decided that, you want that, you think you're enjoying that, you think you're going to get something back out of it, you're only going to get hell out of it. That's all. That's all the devil can promise. And you now have become a disciple of Satan. Turn to Jesus today. There's help, there's blessing. You'll begin to praise the Lord. There will come pleasantness, happiness, joy, and good into your life. You can turn it around. Well, I'm not going to ask you to say that again. No. Some, of, I, some people are uneasy right now. But you know where you are in Christ. And some of things might be you're not in him at all. You've pushed him out of your life. Because God and sin doesn't cohabitate in the same heart. It just doesn't work that way. But friend, you can turn it around today by turning to the Lord Jesus. In Psalm 107.20, the scripture says, He sent His word and healed them. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow.
If it has, we invite you to email Pastor Morris directly at largocc1 at aol.com and share your blessing or send a prayer request and Pastor Morris will pray for you. When you email, be sure to mention the date of today's program and we will send you a link that you can use to download an audio copy of the message free of charge. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service to experience a wonderful fellowship of believers and faith-building messages based on God's Word that are sure to encourage your spiritual formation in Christ. Infant care is provided, and there are Sunday school classes available for all ages, so why not join us this Sunday? The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Mitchellville, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.